Happy November! Welcome to Community News. My name is Paul. My name is Sasha. Hello there, Sasha, aka Mr. Magoo. How are you doing today? I actually got a little panic attack when you said Happy November. Even though I've been knowing that the day after Halloween is November 1st, and uh, but just hearing it, we have two months left of this year. Forget about anything else. Why are you distracting me with these Mr. Magoo glasses that you insist on wearing today for the first time in like 25 years that I've known you? (laughs) My eyesight keeps leaving me. And these are some readers that were closest to um, my laptop. And I didn't think about it till I put them on that they are more round shaped than my other ones. The funny thing is what I was planning to do for you this morning was to wear the costume that I wore last night to give out candy at least just the part around my face that you would see during the Skype. But I didn't go into the room where I left it. Oh, so let we had hundreds of people writing in, calling in, telexing in, faxing in, giving <laughs> suggestions for what your oh, costume should be. So <laughs> what did you decide to grace the halls of Halloween with and <laughs> either scare or entice little kids who came to your door? Well, you're going to laugh because I didn't have any invitations to any kind of adult Halloween parties. I didn't have any activities to do that were like non-child related. So my only purpose for my costume was to hand out candy to my neighbor's kids. And you're going to laugh, but I thought, well, I don't want to. I went to the Halloween City store. I actually went to look for a costume. I was hoping you're laughing just at that. I was hoping to find something cool. Um, what was in my mind? Well, I was thinking maybe I could be Cinderella or Snow White because it's a lot of little kids. So I could be like a princess costume. They didn't have any of that. It made me realize Disney must own that and you have to probably go to a Disney store. So then all they had were scary costumes or super slutty costumes. And I'm like, what's the point of either of those for a little kid? So you're going to laugh. I I got the most GGG rated costume available. I was the tooth fairy. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? I'm not. Well, the best is I love that you said, are you kidding me? Because it was about two weeks ago or 10 No, 10 days ago. And my college kid was texting me and I go, sorry, just got home from the Halloween store. I had to buy a costume to get out candy. I bought a tooth fairy costume and he wrote LOL. And then I actually wrote back. I also thought maybe people can pay me 200 bucks to show up at their birthday party for their kid dressed as the tooth fairy. And he goes, LOL again. <laughs> yeah. So the fact I, that you laughed when I said it makes me think of him saying, LOL, just that I was the tooth fairy. Out of all the suggestions we got, I don't think there was one person who suggested tooth fairy for you. I know. And I never thought about the tooth fairy either. Had the store not had the costume, I would have never thought of it. But I thought this is perfect. It's little kids. They're getting candy. And you can also be like, don't forget, brush your teeth. Oh, just what I need, a moral message when somebody's giving me out tons of candy. Just keep your messages to yourself and give me as many Reese's as possible. Right. That's what I would say as a kid. I thought I would be saying it, but I didn't end up saying it to anyone. And not only that, no one even guessed that I was a tooth fairy. Even though I had a crown on that was toothbrushes on the crown, pictures of toothbrushes, not like gross old toothbrushes, but that was what the crown they sold me had that and I had a little necklace with a tooth on it but I wrapped it around my my wrist as a bracelet but no one guessed I was the tooth fairy a few people said oh you look like a princess sitting here in this chair and I was like no I'm supposed to be the tooth fairy and then I showed them my wings so the costume didn't go over all that well 
You see, you should have gone with the ultra slutty costume. Then everybody would have known exactly what you were. But then you have to think like, okay, I'm just ultra slutty for what? Kids under 10 and their parents? Like, am I trying to attract the parents? You yes, know? that's exactly what it is. You'd be getting a that's whole different crop of trick-or-treaters at your house with that. That's what some people must be doing because I definitely realized I was too prissy in my selection. Everybody else was in scary stuff. Not so much slutty, but scary. There was a lot of scary <laughs> No. And people on my street were playing ominous music. And then my child pointed out to me it was the Halloween movie theme. I just said, what is that ominous music? Is it going to go on all night? It was the Halloween movie. Somebody uh, had that blast. Oh, my God. Thank God I don't live on your side of town. We had a ton of kids come. I just threw candy at them and sat back down and watched TV. That was my Halloween. I didn't even get dressed. I was in sweatpants and a ripped T-shirt. Well, I went what? as an angry white man. <laughs> See, oh, that's funny. If I was answering at the door, I would have done that. But on our new neighborhood, they you set up your chairs outside. Oh, so I yeah. had to be sitting there the whole time. But wait, did, what, did, I want to ask you some specifics. Did you give out like two or three or four? Do you count how many you gave? Yes, I gave out three candies each to the kids. And then I got nervous because all of a sudden, last year we had about five kids. And this year we had about 15,000 kids come. And I was oh, wow. afraid I was going to run out of candy. But How did it go we didn't. five that? Because it was still. I have no idea. No idea. Still, all of a sudden it, was, it multiplied. There were people I've never seen before coming to the house. So last year, I think people were just like, let me buy two big bags of candy because it's still too COVID-y. Right. This is the first, like, not that co- not as COVID-y Halloween. Exactly. So, yeah, so we had a bunch of brats come. I gave out the candy. It's all what done, and we're November favorite? at this point. What was your favorite costume? Um, my fa- Actually, I got to say, my favorite costume were these three kids who came in these giant dinosaur things. And I don't know how they were walking around, but th- that was pretty funny. One of the first ones that came to me was the giant inflatable dinosaur. Yes. It does make me laugh so <laughs> well. Hilarious. Something about the way the butt and the tail moves on those. <laughs> no, the way they were going up and down the steps was making me laugh. So that was oh, it. That was so, yeah, that was, that was the best. Um, um, so that was Halloween. We're in November. I uh, want to ask you a question. We both had procedures last week. How did yeah. yours go? Oh, my goodness. You don't even want to know. I, I, I didn't write on, on Facebook the drama that ensued. Paul, I got to the colonoscopy place, and I swear, it's like this has been the most long drawn out waiting to get this procedure because they keep changing it. It's almost like I thought I was being punked. I get there. The lady asks me some questions. When was my last water? I tell her. She goes, oh, I, I, I'll be right back. She goes back, comes back. Goes, I spoke to the nurse. You're not going to be able to get it today. You had water too recently. I go, what? I said, I followed the box of instructions. She goes, yeah, you're not supposed to follow the box. I'm like, this is the, the prescription they gave me for the prep. She goes, yeah, you're not supposed to follow it. You should have gotten a piece of paper from the um, doctor's office when they gave it to you not to follow the box. I go, who ever heard of this? Like being prescribed something by a doctor, but you're not supposed to follow the directions. But no one told me out loud. So I say to her, listen, I'm not I I said, I'm an intelligent person. If you tell me something once, I'm going to remember it. No one said it to me. They're going to give it to me on a piece of paper with the five papers they give you leaving as if I read that. I said that was three months ago. It's been rescheduled three times since then. I don't know where those papers are from then. Of course, I'm going to look at the box. So she's like, sorry, we're not going to be able to do it. You're going to have to leave. I said, you have got to be kidding me. I mean, I, Paul, like when you think I go off about things, I was like, 
saying to myself, I don't go off about things nearly enough, but I'm about to. And so in the office in front of all the old people waiting there, I just went off about how ridiculous this was and how I was going to go to my doctor in New York City for this procedure. But I thought it could be handled out here in Townport. Apparently not so much. And then I went outside to sit on a bench to call my ride, to tell my ride that she didn't need to get me. And I was just going to Uber home. I had Ubered there. I was so mad. Then they have a lady come out who does the anesthesia and tells me, like, uh, anyway, I was able to have it. But they scared me with the fact that I might die from aspirational pneumonia because of the water that I followed the box with. The amazing thing is, the ironic thing is, you had a shit fit without having any shit inside of you. It's amazing how that happened. Why do all these things happen to you? I go in there. I check in. I do my procedure, everything is fine, clean as a whistle, and I leave. Why is it, I guess in the universe there has to be a balance of people who everything goes fine and then people who everything goes crazy haywire for, so everything balances in the middle. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, how does this keep happening to me? I'm doing exactly as I'm told, but now I'm being told, oh, you weren't supposed to do as you were told. You were supposed to look for some random slip of paper given to you three months ago in a pile of other papers that told you don't actually follow the directions, follow our directions. So I'm like, I mean, because it was a whole thing, a whole new prep, day one and day two. So I'm think, sitting there thinking, you've got to be kidding me. I have to do this again, two more days of this prep, another time. Like I, And then I finally accepted it because I was like, well, I guess that's better than dying of aspirational pneumonia. Then the lady comes out and gives me three choices. One, you'll love this. We can do your colonoscopy, just not under anesthesia. So you'll just be wide awake for it. I'm like, who chooses that? She goes, oh, you'd be surprised. Some people choose that. I was like, are they, you know, mentally deficient? Then my second choice was we could do the colonoscopy and endoscopy under the anesthesia. But you just have to accept that even though I'm going to have her drain out the water, there's a chance you could die of aspirational pneumonia. Okay. Or the third choice, you can leave and come back another time. So I tried to pick leave and come back another time because I'm like, well, now you told me I might die. Then she told me if it was her, she would do it. So I stayed and did it. I I actually risked my life to get this stupid procedure. Oh, my God. It is so exhausting. I'm exhausted from that story. That was worse than the prep itself. Listening to that story. You had to live this these past several months. You would be exhausted. Like, well, no, luckily you have a relative who is a GI. I won't say their relation to you. <laughs> so you wouldn't go through this nonsense. Yeah, I wouldn't I, go through this nonsense, period. Well, you wouldn't because you know what? I didn't either. For however many years, 15 years, we used a doctor in New York City who I went to preschool with, by the way. But also, we, even if I hadn't gone to preschool with her, she's just an incredible doctor. She's like a real physician, like what physicians do. Be smart, efficient, to the point. It up. Instead, I decided to try a Fakakta Townport GI, and this is what you get. And my doctor in New York said it to me years ago. I go, how is it some of these doctors trained with you in New York, but they're so not on top of things, and they can't put things together? And she said to me, look, no offense. I'm not trying to be mean. She goes, but they left the city for the same reasons you did. Raise a family where there's golf courses and trees. And she's like, but that's what you get. She said a city doctor is not, you know, taking Fridays off and leaving at five o'clock. So there you have it. Speaking of taking Fridays off, thank you for the segue. One last thing. The annual senior prom for seniors this Friday at the community center, 2 to 5 p.m. 
Um, they need monitors there, I guess, to make sure nobody goes and bangs each other on the dance floor or anything like that. So senior prom this week. You know, we covered this, I think, four years ago. And at the time, it seemed like such a foreign, far off thing to me. Now I think I'm officially a senior. <laughs> right. You, especially after that colonoscopy story, you're definitely a senior. Yes. Yeah, so now I could go as a participant. Well, you go as a participant? A oh, a watcher. Yes. They need watchers there to make sure no shenanigans go on on the floor. You know how randy those seniors can get. Right. They're the, they have more sex than any other group besides teenagers. It's amazing. I can't it's wait to reach that year. And seniors. Everyone in between is not having sex. But right. the teenagers and the seniors, not together, hopefully. <laughs> right. But they are the two groups having the most sex. Amazing. So senior prom and orgy at the community center this Friday, 2 to 5 p.m. Uh, be there. Well, I definitely will be there. With camera in tow. He'll be watching and hoping for shenanigans, but not realizing that he's going to get hit on by a lot of golden girls. I cannot wait. I will report back next Tuesday. Um, That wraps up this community news. Clean as a whistle. Halloween's over. Hello, November. And as always, my name is Paul. And as always, my name is Sasha. Sasha, it's been a pleasure. I will see you again next Tuesday. I will see you next Tuesday, Paul. We love you, community. Take care. Bye. Thanksgiving's coming. Bye. (laughs) Bye.